0: hello everybody i'm simply i'm cheese and this is the two dads podcast <laughs> live yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> i love it dude perfect intro every time <laughs> how are you guys doing we what? are back with two dads podcast
0: episode which episode is this though? no one knows 22 22 apparently yeah. that doesn't even sound right we're just it, flying and yeah, making it moves
1: is. uh the last um uh, Pretty sure when one was 21. We're 22 already, yeah, man. Uh, We are here with an amazing man, and but first, simply has got the. I've got the the, scoop. The scoop for us. So hit us with. I do have the scoop.
0: What's going on in the world? All right, the world of speedrunning is a magnificent one indeed. Let me take you for a little dive into what exactly is going on. Well, the hottest thing um, this past week. It's probably the tied to the frame, Stravos 96 and Lil' Curbs 14 in the GSA Super Mario Odyssey 80% tournament race. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that, Cheese?
1: I, I mean, I tweeted about it and it got up to 1,000 likes. I've never had a tweet in my life that <laughs> went up to 1,000 likes, apart from the world record tweet that I got with the 139 on. So. I mean, it's 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 insanity to even think about it's it's 60 fps game, one hour long speedrun, and it comes down to a a tie to the frame, dude. Like I can't. My question is, has it ever happened in speedrun history of a game of that length? Second question. It's a good question. Second question is like how <laughs> how well not question but I guess statement or observation it's like. Not only did it happen, but in an actual tournament with prize money setting, it's just,
0: it it's insanity. It's nuts. It is indeed nuts. And that actually happened in the Big Simp Invitational as well. There was a tie to the frame. Not as impressive for a 16-star race, but still pretty crazy. Yeah. And... uh they're, they're, they've had to do a lot of retimes at this point. GSA, I, I say they, but I mean, we're GSA, but I'm not doing retiming. <laughs> Our boy Gothic Logic, you know, always coming in clutch, yeah. has the ability to uh, just look at it with his, his special eyes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Gothic Logic has always been, for years in the Mario community, just the guy to go to. The go to guy for, mod- for moderation for retiming.
0: So, shout outs to him. We got some upside down hearts. Not really, doesn't really look like an upside down heart. I actually yes. have a different idea for what that could be. <laughs> yeah, I'm you know, sure looks we nice. Know. But anyway, besides that, we've got a new Wind Waker HD any percent record of 5809 by Ian Miles 29. Mm-hmm. Um, that record's coming down. I mean, I remember when it was just cut in the one and people were like, which one's going to cut the one first? Wind Waker HD any percent or Odyssey any percent? And we. We're getting there with Odyssey, but it has just gone flying with Window Acre. I don't know if there's new strats or if people are just bopping off, but kind of nutty. Kind of yeah. nutty. Yeah. New Half-Life 2 world record in 102.29. Shout-outs to the man himself. Uh, God, I don't... <laughs> hold on. I think it's Matt, Matt Miller. Malt... M- Commentator not ready for giving the news. Maltem Eller. I don't really know how to say his name, but shout out to him. Got the world record. Um yeah, we're, that's,
1: we're definitely commentators. That's for sure.
0: I mean, we're commentating. The commentator locked into commentary position. Never can get out of it. Right. Real problem. Two days ago, Mr. Chaos Pringle got a one hour 39 second PB and SMO. SMO, you know, popping off. Absolutely popping off. The competition is fierce. Ah, uh, Equan still sitting pretty at first place, but it's well, pretty, pretty, but pretty close too by one second. So yeah, like, and actually, knows. okay, that 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 actually that record was around earlier. I'm I'm going off of the speedrun Reddit, and which you know stuff doesn't get always posted right away, but yeah, that's that's about all I got to be honest. Yeah. But what's going on with the two dads today, Cheese? Can you give me a little rundown? Who's I mean, who's our man?
1: Okay, so we have. Uh, I mean, everyone is looking forward to this guy coming back. He's been, he really blew up earlier this year and last year. Uh, he's a Mm -hmm. YouTuber while he's, he used to stream on Twitch all the time too. He used to go by a different name. Um, I don't know if he wants me to call the name, so I'm just gonna not say it just in case, but, um, uh, he usually does YouTube now and he has almost 200,000 subscribers. He makes a lot of speedrunning content. Top tens, a lot of uh, controversy stuff too. cheating and speedrun, yeah. a lot of saucy things and some exposes. And, uh, <laughs> exposes. And well, he wasn't around for most of this year, but now he's back, and we're going to ask him, you know, what's up, what's going on, why he wasn't here, and what he plans on doing, and all that juicy stuff. But without further ado, let's welcome the man himself, Apollo Legend. Welcome. What's up,
2: guys? Oh, Thanks for me on. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> yeah, sir. I-
1: how are you doing? I'm very good, I'm very good. Awesome. Okay, so, um, well, tell us, you know, YouTube. we always do an intro of who we mm-hmm. have on, so I guess, you know, a nice little intro of who you are, how you started.
2: Okay, cool, yeah. This is actually exciting to talk about, because I never talk about this, and a lot of people probably don't know that I got into speedrunning late 2013. Um, that's when I started speedrunning Ocarina of Time. i saw the i saw the any percent run it was like 20 minutes i thought how is that even possible i've never even beaten ocarina of time this is people are gonna be mad at me for this i've never even beaten that game casually but then i saw the any percent speed run i was like what the hell how is that that doesn't even make sense i gotta do this and so i got into it like specifically for the speed run not even for the game
0: Mm -hmm.
2: um and so that's really like where that's where i like learned the most that's really where i gained all my skills as a speedrunner I played uh, any percent, and then this uh, new Ganonless route came out. And the Ganonless is the second fastest way to beat Ocarina of Time, right, where you, right. instead of warping to the collapse sequence, you warp straight into the credits from Fire Temple. And some people yep. kind of debate whether or not that's beating the game, but it's the second. <laughs> it's the second fastest way that we consider you can beat the game. And so, I remember ZFG had a record. It was thirty-seven twenty-two. And then this new route came out where we found out you could use bomb shoes and this saved a few minutes. And he did one run. He got a 37, 21. He beat it by one second. And so it wasn't oh, baby. like, it wasn't a good run by his standards. And so it was like the perfect learning curve for me because I got to set this goal. Like I'm going to go beat ZFG, the legendary ZFG. And it's not even that great of a record. So it was the perfect like amount of motivation. And so that's really where I went from being like, I don't know, like a noob to a moderate player. Yeah. Um, then I went and speedrun uh, I speedrun Gex. I don't know if you guys have ever played Gex 3. I won't get too deep into that, because I know <laughs> no one knows that game. But um, I actually was the first one to wrong warp in that game. I was the first one to successfully do it. Someone else gave me the idea, and then I was able to do it for the first time. And that record was brought down from like an hour to now it's like 14 minutes or something using that wrong warp. Um, so yeah, that's a little background on me. That's like the major stuff I've done. Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: So. so funny
2: story. I mean,
1: I I never really beat Mario sixty four before I started speedrunning either. Um, okay, no I mean, I I, I probably really? I probably beat the game when I was really young, but I never ever got all the stars. I never I, I never owned the game as a child. Um, I I I played all Queen of Time way more than Mario sixty four as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I guess it was just the fact that watching mario it got me so excited because i was really into that fast pace kind of like mm. um, <laughs> um just the faster pace kind of um low rng speed running and
2: yeah,
1: um <clears throat> i had the game on vc already so i was like let me just start playing the game and you know i, I got into it So yeah pretty interesting you were, you were gonna say this something similar Sam?
0: Oh, well, yeah, that's kind of the same thing. I saw Stiglamek going, but I wanted to touch on... So you speed ran originally. Um, that's how you got into the community. But yep. moving into the YouTube side of things, when did that happen and what inspired you to get that going?
2: So it's interesting how, like, when things go wrong in your life, it can open up new possibilities.
0: It is interesting.
2: Because when I, when I was 19 or so, I started... Uh, getting, like, really bad carpal tunnel. And now I've improved it quite a bit to where I can play games again. But it got really bad to the point where I couldn't hold the controller for, like, more than an hour or so. And it was just unrealistic to speedrun anymore. And so I was just kind of like, well, that sucks. That's life, I guess. I'm done speedrunning. And so I just quit. But I was still, you know, I still cared about what was going on. I was still involved and paying attention. And then I saw this YouTube channel, GR Smash, And that was really my inspiration because I saw, like there's so much crossover between Smash and speedrunning. If this hmm. can work in Smash, then of course it's gonna work in speedrunning too, and there's no one doing it, so someone should go do it. So that was really the, that was really, like, uh, the beginning.
1: Yeah, the, the G.R. Smash was one of the, I think it was, was the first Melee YouTuber that I found that was, like, this uh, channel you can go to and see, like, pretty much every, all these different tournaments and really understand, like, Melee yeah. really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I I could totally see that. And everything good?
2: Yeah, I don't. My uh, I just got a new computer and it's like set to go on sleep mode every ten minutes or something. <laughs>
1: oh shoot. Okay, but um, yeah. I mean that that's that's cool,
2: man. Um, I, that was around which what time exactly? That would have been the summer of 2016. It was June. Okay. It was June of 2016 that I started my YouTube channel. All right.
0: Hmm. Yeah, GR Smash, you know, the the high the whole highlight thing, that's like,
2: yeah. I
0: feel like not only in Smash and speedrunning, but just in general, like, people love highlights, like these digestible clips, you'll find them of, like, that's motivational what got me speakers a mean, lot. That's,
2: yeah, that's the whole reason I started watching Smash, was because of GR. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. And at that time, there wasn't, like, a Glad Jonas, there wasn't an Easy Escape, or was there? I'm trying to remember. No,
2: there was, it was GDQ and, like, World Record and PBs.
0: Yeah. Huh. It, 2017 yeah. so was huge kinda...
2: huge opportunity for like anyone to make literally anything yeah like i'm not i don't think i'm this even a great video editor i'm very average and but it's because there was no one else doing anything that i just had all this right. like free opportunity if i'd come along a few years later the odds that people would have started watching me is very low
1: i don't think it was any of that too i think as well is that the videos that you came out with as were it just happened to be those exact topics and things that people wanted to see um or learn more about so it's you know when yeah. you came out with these things and like the top 10 uh 10 runners caught cheating and this kind of stuff it was like the most intriguing title you could see yeah. and then the good thing One is that like, you know, the video deliver... Steven... oh go ahead
2: sorry go ahead
1: no i was just going to say that you know, um the videos. so you see the title and then you think, you know, this can't be real or whatever. And then the videos were actually about exactly what the title said. So it was much more intriguing and people actually wanted to know about it.
2: Well, thank you. I think that in speedrunning, there is there's kind of a, a weird atmosphere. Like they don't really, in general, speedrunning speedrunners don't want to talk about certain topics. I've noticed this, like when anything controversial happens and you go into someone's stream, I don't know if this is still the case, but when I used to do this all the time, people were very like, don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. We're not talking about No drama, no drama. And so it was like, and you see like that Reddit, that subreddit that all the speedrunners hate, r slash Sam and Tolkien. The whole reason mm-hmm. that place exists is because of the, the censorship of those kinds of discussions. If yeah, you had right. a place where those types of discussions were going on, well, I mean, that's where it is now. And so I feel like in speedrunning, there's like so much suppression of topics that people want to hear about. But again, it's just another huge opportunity for someone to come along and do what other people aren't doing. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's funny you mentioned that because there was recently this huge drama thing going on in regarding GDQ and Twitter and whatever. And yeah, I pretty much saw the same thing. People were just scared to say anything and talk about it. Um, I, I, I'm not really afraid. <laughs> I just talk about it anyway. But yeah, I,
0: I know I guess yeah. Yeah, I could definitely get you there. So you you kind of it seemed like you sort of made that shift. Like you had these top ten videos going; they're pretty neutral, pretty um, like not not controversial, n- no drama. But then you started kind of diving in into the more like expose type videos. What what do you think's your reasoning for going in that direction?
2: Well, you know, I had some older videos. Like the first commentary videos I did were actually kind of like uh, similar. They were they're kind of like a prototype. They weren't very good, but it was like, I did a video about like Mike Uwama and some, like some people, whatever, some controversial topics. Mm. Um, I got a lot of crap for that. I don't remember why I stopped. I actually don't remember why I stopped, but then at some point I started doing just kind of top tens about the, like really just about, like ignoring the, all the drama and all that, but they're really focusing on speedrun. Mm. Um, but then what was it, man? I think it really was what it was is when I started going into the Todd Rogers case and I realized how deep this went. And then I started seeing how deep it was everywhere and how it was like endemic to classic like cheating was endemic to classic gaming and speedrunning. And it's like completely like it's everywhere. Like it's people mm-hmm. really underestimate. Um, I really underestimated how bad it was. And so when I started making those videos, then I was like, okay, this seems more important to me right now. Okay.
0: That's definitely a fair point. Like I mean at the end of the day top 10s like they're fun, they're enjoyable, but they're not like groundbreaking.
2: I feel like uh, yeah, I, I, there's not the same impact with those. It's like
0: yeah.
2: I mean it's fine. Yeah, it's entertaining. It's
1: entertaining, but it's yeah, that's a good way to put it. I think it's it's entertaining and it would always be entertaining, but it's not like that groundbreaking, oh my gosh, you know, this is a turning point kind of thing or whatever. Right. Um so do you think, because you mentioned when, um, when you got into the drama and then people, you were getting crap for it, did you getting crap for, for certain videos, did that affect you? Do you think it, did it kind of made you might want to change what you were doing or did you not care about it?
2: Um, you know, it's easy, like, it's easy to say that it's just words on the screen, it doesn't affect me but and it doesn't that much but there is almost a like i don't really care but there is something you can't get away from there's like a part of your human psychology that when you have a whole group of people attacking you you're wired not to like that you're not you're Mm -hmm. not supposed to enjoy that um so my solution like i didn't want to stop doing what i was doing but it was annoying me and so my solution was just to stop reading it and so i just stopped reading just stop reading Twitter, stop reading YouTube comments, and I just (coughs) put out what I felt like I needed to and talk to the people who I wanted to. And that's still what I do. Like, I feel way better for it now. I don't really read YouTube comments. I never read my Twitter feed. Right. Um, If there's something, like, important, then someone will let me know about it, and then I'll go look it up. But I'm not... uh, I just avoid it, pretty much. I just... Like, the way I see the Internet is this amazing tool to make your life better. And if it's not making your life better, you have all the power to turn it off at any time. so that's how I see it. If it's making, if it's not helping me grow, if it's not helping my life in some way, then I'm not going to waste my time on it.
1: It really is that simple, isn't it? I mean, the concept is simple, but you know, human beings, we can't help it.
2: (laughs) It's hard. Yeah, it's the tribal tribal nature.
0: Because you want to see what people think. Like, it can be really fun to read feedback and be like, oh, I love your videos. Like, I look forward to everyone. But then you have a comment that's like, go kill yourself. And you're like, that comment will cut, like those comments cut deep you gotta it, it's it's weird how that works, like you get those, hundred. Those comments, comments actually
2: don't bother me so much from the random people. What did bother me, though, was all these people who I thought had been my friends for all these years, right. suddenly just flipped just like that as soon as as soon as the group decided they hate me. It was just instant, just you know, I hate that guy. fuck that guy. Yep. and it was kind of just disappointing to see that from people. but I understand it,
0: yeah, right.
2: okay. well, um,
1: Maybe jumping the gun a bit here, but I saw uh, this question that Vak asked in chat that's actually really interesting. Yeah. Um, so, so <laughs> you might be seeing the same one. Uh, Vak yep. says, someone please ask Apollo if he thinks speedrun videos have hit a cap in terms of popularity. What do you think about that? Uh,
2: a cap? I don't know. Why would there be a cap right now? I guess I maybe... I definitely a, don't think so.
1: Maybe a I think plateau. I we're really far away. Maybe a plateau is a better word for it.
2: Um, well, I, I don't think we're going to see, okay. I don't think it's going to grow in that. Like we're going to be seeing speedrun videos with like tens of millions of views,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but I think there's going to be more people. I mean, there's always more, it feels really like the community has grown a lot Yeah. yeah. Uh, just since I've come back in the last year. And I feel like just as more and more people come in, that is going to lead to more content. It's going to lead. And the other thing is it's not a, it's not a zero sum game. It's not like if someone makes a video that's really popular, that like takes away from you, that just adds more of an audience for you to tap into, so it's like it's all yeah. we're all building this thing together um Definitely. i don't think I don't think we're at a cap
1: I don't think so either I think um oops, sorry about that My phone coming i think um uh I think that these same people, yeah, they just keep need to keep making videos or um what i what I actually realized uh recently I've been watching quite a few videos and. I notice that a lot of the speedrun content creators on YouTube tend to fall into the same line of videos. The same, uh, it's like they, they do the same type of videos, right? So maybe we just need a slightly different angle. Um, like I guess summoning many salts is, is quite different to everybody else. He does his whole idea as a world record progression. So maybe it might seem to some people that there's there's a cap in the in the audience of viewership but maybe we just need a different angle now.
2: Right, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Like, if it's that style, like, if you just go out and make world record progressions, that might be kind of near a cap. Mm -hmm. But there's, I do, there is kind of this repetitive pattern of thinking in speedrunning. Because you think about, like, the personalities that the hobby of speedrunning is going to attract. It's going to attract people who are more predisposed to, like, repetition. And so you see that come up again and again in the community where there's, like, a lot of, there's a lot of repetition.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's speedrunning. Speedrunning is a lot about repetitions. It's kind of hard to break from it, right? <laughs> right, exactly, right.
2: That's
0: where yeah. you got to get creative, man. You got to twist it in a way. And I think you've you've done a good job of doing that. Like, I feel like your content is very, uh, it stands out. Um, I, it seems like everybody's kind of carved That's their own one. niche at this point. Like, you've got your thing. Um, EasyScape's got his his little niche summoning salt's got his like these very informative very deep things and they all like work together to be really solid entertainment they're all like different avenues i'm wondering what'll be next but
2: yeah there's sure there's surely so many different uh ways you could you could angle it i'm sure
0: yeah cool well i i wanted to ask for your videos how much digging are you doing and how much of it is your your personal like okay i want to do this video or are people coming at you with a bunch of clips and ideas and you're like, all right, I want this idea. I want these clips.
2: Oh, it's always, it's always me. I don't like, I don't even really like sharing what I'm working on until it's done. Okay. It's just, uh, yeah. It's just me kind of browsing. I mean, people send me stuff, but I don't know if I've ever made a video off something someone sent me. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So. Uh, cutting a little bit deep into some saucy things (laughs) that I'm sure people want to get to know. Um, so everyone knows, you know, that you have been absent for most of 2018. Um, people have always asked questions, you know, where people Mm -hmm. ask me a lot in chat too throughout the year, you know, have you seen Apollo? What was he up to? Have you been talking to him? So I guess we asked you, you know, where have you been this year? Um, what have you been doing? And, um. You know why the sudden comeback? I guess, or was it a sudden comeback? Um,
2: sorry, I was thinking about something else. I, I totally just <laughs> what are you, you asking? Um, are oh, you asking what I was doing this year? Yeah. But it's it's yeah. I don't have a super satisfying answer for this because people keep asking me, and it's like I don't know what to tell them because it's not. There's no like definitive answer. I've I've just been working on like myself and trying to like put my life in the right direction. That's really all it is. That's what I've realized. Like my purpose, like I've been looking too much outwards, trying to improve the world around me to make myself happier when I need to be looking inwards to try to develop my own character. And so that's like really what I've been just thinking about. um, And then just, you know, paying my bills and staying alive and that stuff. Yeah. That's, so that's pretty yeah. much
0: it. It it wasn't like Todd Rogers or any of these boys coming at you. No, there's like... no,
2: there's no, yeah. People were thinking there was like I was whatever. I was like dead, and someone's <laughs> something. No.
0: Billy Mitchell got you.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes interesting. Sense.
0: How's that been then? How's how's the personal journey going? I've have...
2: dude. I've learned more in the last year than any other time in my life. Can you imagine. It's. Yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a totally different world that I'm living in. Really? I feel like I understand my purpose a lot better. And that I'm not I'm not I'm not on this planet to uh like be happy or to any of that. Like I'm on this planet to grow. Like I'm on here to face to face trials and tribulations and to like face them with courage and go out and do what it is that I need to do. And I feel like I'm way more centered on that goal now than ever before.
1: Nice. I mean, that's some sort of perfectly. I I, I think I'd actually say the same. That I think this year I've learned the most, um, and I've I've kind of like gauged what my future will be like the most in this year out of every other year. Uh, I feel the same way. I think that reflection is important. Yeah, I think we're in that age too. You know.
0: Yeah, definitely finding out your purpose, finding out what you really like. Uh, would you be willing to share, like, for people out there that may have not found their purpose or or what they like doing? What do you What do you got for them?
2: Well, I can't. I can't answer that. That's a personal question. You have to find yeah. out for yourself. But just uh, don't. Well, I guess my advice would be don't listen to anyone else. Ironically. Okay. <laughs> so don't listen. Don't listen to anyone. Just figure. It's all you have to figure out. You have to have the courage to go against the group and really, um, really act on what you believe on instead of what others are telling you to do.
0: That's a good, that's a really good point. Like, you know better than anyone else what you want and what you you like.
2: You know it like internally. It's not even like a, you don't even know it like cognitively. It's like you know it on a deeper intuitive level. Yeah. You just have to follow your intuition.
0: Yeah. It's beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> oh well, I, I was I, I was expecting something a little saucier, but I mean that's pretty saucy though. I'm I'm glad to hear you're doing well. I'm glad the journey is is going well. Um, awesome to hear. Smashbox.
2: Yeah, is that it what it's is... called.
0: Yeah, Smashbox.
2: Yeah. Got one You've right been... here. Actually, it's funny you mentioned there, that.
0: There it oh. is. Oh, yeah. the 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 video that dropped ten months uh, later. What's What's <laughs> what's going on? Smashbox, you've been using it. In your personal opinion, is it the best controller?
2: Um, it's the coolest controller. I'll say that. Okay. Um, I like it a lot. I started using it because just uh, normal controllers, it puts your hands like in that weird, like that is the worst position to put your hands. Yeah. Like yeah. in that weird, like yeah, it's not good, and you're smashing away with your fingers multiple times per seconds or per second. So the idea was to get a flat controller that I could, you know, it's just like typing, so it's less uh, less strain on the wrist. That was really the idea.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, I was
1: watching parts of your live stream that you did um, using the Smashbox. I mean, <laughs> you seem pretty good at it already. How long have you been Thank using you. it?
2: Well, it's it's. I think it looks more complicated than it really is. Okay. Um, I've only been using it for a few months, but that's why I like it is because, and I also have an excuse to be bad now, so... <laughs> It's perfect. But um, I mean,
1: like, you know, you, I saw you explain about like OOT, for example, like, you know, doing, uh, holding ESS position, doing HESs and all that stuff. Yeah. It's a lot right. easier. Like, so that's so bring... much easier.
2: It's just, it's just a button. I mean, it's just a button.
1: Exactly. That brings up the question now. It's like, well, you know, is it, can this be a thing? Is it something that people are going to start wanting to get into? And if enough people start using it, sure. is this going to become the new controller for some games?
2: Yeah, there is some serious uh, like legality questions in regards to Ocarina of Time. Yeah, definitely. That's like, yeah, I don't know. It's getting it's getting near the line for sure. I think I would ban it, but I would be open to hearing other people's opinions. It's just, uh, I mean, it's like ESS adapters are legal, right? It, it's mm. one input, one output. Like it does follow that rule, but it kind of makes you question if that rule makes sense or not because that is. Easier. But then see, this is the other thing. Is like if a controller, even if this controller has potential and it makes one thing easier but then another thing harder, like it has less angles, so the
1: right. movement's
2: a little bit harder. Is that fair? Like you're you're almost playing a different game at that point. It's not even the like the test of skill is like coming in a different it's I don't know, it's weird. Right. It is a weird gray area. I think what it's gonna take is someone someone needs to like get a record with it so that it can officially be banned. I think that's
0: what needs to happen. Well, Pity just dropped in chat. For Ocarina of Time on leaderboards, we banned analog inputs through digital buttons about a year ago. So I guess then it would be banned. It would be banned.
2: They They got you. That's good to know. I haven't been keeping up on the rules.
0: I mean, it might come up somewhere else, but it definitely seems like something that we either ignore now and then it comes back later. Um, which would be unfortunate. Like somebody specializes in Smashbox, they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna get the record," and then you get it, and then people are like, "This is OP. Um, it's too good." Even though you spent like a year practicing it, you're banned from the league.
2: Yeah, it could, <laughs> be like, it, it could be like maybe like an option to like select or deselect on the leaderboards. I don't know. Or it could be like a different yeah. category or something.
1: Right. Yeah. Because uh, I
2: mean, I think, I think it should go game by game. Like Mario sixty four or like Goldeneye. I think it's totally legit because it's just worse in every way. Sure. Okay. For like octarine of time, I would definitely ban it.
1: Yeah, because like, uh, so there are there are a few MU later runners for Mario Sixty Four that play on keyboard, and well, technically keyboard is it's they're all buttons too, right? So it's um, kind of the same concept. Um, yeah, and, yeah, it is pretty and, much. And like, if you Box... played without
2: the with the tilt modifiers, then it would be just like playing on a keyboard,
1: right? So that's pretty interesting to think about. But um, and you know, there's. are wonder about if you
2: program. I wonder if you could program a keyboard. Like, with the tilt modifiers into an emulator, so you could do that. That might be the way of the future. Once all the N64s burn out and all the carts stop working, that might be the way to
1: go. (laughs) I mean, it'd be the only option, right?
0: Maybe. N64 Classic might possibly be Mini. Yeah, N64 Mini. That could be pretty dope. I don't even hope so. All all right. Well, uh, switching gears a little bit, let's rewind. Let's talk Oceanside. Through your eyes, Apollo Legend, what 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 was that like?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what was that? What was that? Um, What was that? (laughs) Well, I went over like I mean, do you want the full like backstory? Yeah, just give you like the full story. Sure, sure. sure. Um, so like the idea, the idea of a new speedrun marathon is not a is not a new idea. This is something people have wanted for a while, Mm -hmm. and something I'd floated in a few videos of mine. And I'd been talking with goose about possibly getting this going. We had talked to some runners and then this guy raging cherry reached out to me after he saw one of my videos and he was like, Hey, do you want to make this happen for real? And so I was like, dude, let's do it. Cause raging cherry is this big smash you know, he yep. organized the Smash the record. Like he's, he's a real legit dude. And so, you know, we start getting in calls, figuring out like locations, contacting people, getting that all ready. And mm-hmm. then, um, And I don't know exactly why, but for some reason, at some point, Cherry was like, sorry, guys, I can't do it anymore. I got to drop out. And my big mistake at this point, because the plan up to this point in my head was that Cherry would run the event, and then I would figure out how to raise the funds for the event, and then it would Mm – that's how it's going to happen. That's what we're going to do. And then when Cherry uh, dropped out, I was so, like – I was so – entrenched in his dream like I wanted I needed what I needed to do is cut my loss and to not be so like emotionally invested right. and think logically because yeah I really am not qualified to run something like that and so I was like screw it I'll just do both of it I'll do all of it I'll do the whole thing um, Great. and so that was what I did and we were moving that direction and I had enough money to do it like, uh, we, we were good on money to do it, but I was going to leave Oceanside broke. And then Billy Mitchell starts sending me, like, starts sending me notices, like, saying, there's, like, publishing articles saying they're going to sue me. And I was just like, shit, dude, like, I really do not want to go into a lawsuit without any money. Like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I need to, I'm going to have to hire a lawyer. I'm going to have to, this is a giant mess. Oh and God. then I found out there was, like, people, there's people dropping out because there was someone who was, like, offering money uh like sponsorships not to attend and I just let it get to me too much it was really like me it was stupid dude it was like a five-year-old with like a bunch of blocks <laughs> I like knocked it over like it's totally just like an emotional like
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah not a good not really thinking it through um and so I just left that's really why I left I was just like screw this
1: so, Billy Mitchell ruined Ocean Side confirmed. All right. No, he didn't. Don't put up. Okay.
2: It is me.
0: Right. Well, there you go. Honing up to it, though. There you go. Fans. Yeah. Now we will. It's, a good, it's a good idea, but man, yeah, I can't oh, believe one it.
2: Thing, one thing I should say on this stream, because I forgot to say it on my stream, apparently, about this, I did email everyone who donated and offer them a refund. There was, like a couple people who said you can just hold on to it. But like, I offered everyone, paid pretty much everyone back a refund. So I didn't, I would not do that. Just in case anyone yeah. thinks that I would not, no, I, would I, have, I
1: heard that as well. Like people was like, like it's oh. so,
2: that is not, that is not me. And also not that I would do that for any amount of money. I would not scam people. That's like, that's not me, but I would not, I would definitely not do that for 400 bucks. Like that's so like, that's yeah. just so stupid. Like I'm going to ruin my <laughs> reputation and possibly face legal ramifications right. over like 400 bucks. That's, it makes no sense. So I just want to clarify that for everyone.
0: Thank you for for clarifying. That's good to know. Definitely some 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 uh, word spreading like people thinking you're scamming people. So I'm glad that's that's cleared out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, couldn't if imagine. If it. I, I mean, had just... done
2: that, don't you think there people like, saying, "Where's my money?" Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Like, like I way. didn't hear anything about that. I just I I thought that was just noise. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad that was right.
2: Yeah. I just have to clarify I that. Hear.
0: I I actually didn't really hear.
1: I didn't. Really hear or see anybody accusing? I heard it from someone else.
2: Ear? Okay. Tipster told me that other people were saying it, but right. so how I don't you... know how how many Reddit, people were actually yeah trolls.
0: <laughs> um... Yeah, that's crazy though. Like taking that all on by yourself, I can definitely see how that's overwhelming. Like running an event, there's so much that goes into it. So
2: there's so sure. much that goes into it. It's totally. Yeah, it's a it's a full time job for sure. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. So, um, jumping gears a bit, I guess, um, <laughs> 2019 is coming real soon and there are, you know, a lot of people saying 2019 is going to be hot speed running. Um, what do you think is going to happen to speedrunning in, in, in the next year or next few years? Where, where would you like to see speedrunning go in the next few years?
2: I, it feels like it's turning off faster and faster. Okay. My fundamental goal for 2019 and going forward is to bring in as many people to speedrunning as possible. It might be kind of hard for some people to believe, but I really do want to make speedrunning as inclusive and as open a place as possible, even for the people I don't get along with. I want every person um, who could possibly be interested in speedrunning to start speedrunning. And so that's that's really what I'm going to focus on going forward as to where speedrunning goes. I think I have really high hopes for it, man. I feel like it's just like we've got this like amazing foundation and we're just about to build this beautiful mansion. Like it's we haven't even started. Speedrunning is it's it's in its infancy still. Yeah. Like we're it's totally. just about to explode into who knows what. I, I got chills so I have, when you said I have that. Really high hopes. Like the next I think the next five years are gonna be Like, it's going to be life-changing. Like, we're going to look back and think how much everything has changed.
1: I, uh, I got got chills when you first said that because I think that's exactly the words I would, would, at least the way I would put it, is I think a lot of people, if not almost like most people, because I I, I think this is a majority kind of opinion that people have, is that people keep saying that speedrunning is plateauing, speedrunning, you know, we have gotten all the events and stuff that we can have. And... There's nothing else we can really do. Speedrunning is really only a casual kind of setting. You know, it's only really for marathons and charity. It can't really get to like esports or anything like that. And we're just going to set what is happening now and just, you know, keep keep going to GDQs or keep grinding for records. Um, dude, I,
2: I love I love hearing that, dude. It's yeah, just
1: Yeah, I I I do not I think it's it's um it's not like their it's their fault, but I just think that they're not seeing uh, the bigger picture at all, I, I totally ha- uh, I'm totally in disagreement and I agree with what you said, I think it's completely in, in, in its infancy right now speedrunning, I think speedrunning is about to explode pretty much in the next few years
2: I love you know, I love hearing that from people because those same people just a few years ago were saying like speedrunning will never be anything <laughs> like yeah. they're, just like a few years ago they were saying the same crap and it's like I don't know man, it's changing right before your eyes, you can yeah. like, acknowledge it or not, but it's like I don't know man, it's like uh it's in an uptrend. I don't know why you would assume that it's just gonna level off for some reason. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna keep going until it has a reason to stop.
1: There was a video that came out, uh, I think it was pretty pretty recently, from an organization called the Score Esports. I don't know if you know about them. They have no, about five hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, it's pretty big. And they made a video about speedrunning. They were talking about speedrunning mostly about GDK of course. Um and, you know, near the end of the video, they were talking about, you know, races and then the marathon style. And, they, and then, you know, all of a sudden they, they said, um, so this is why speedrunning can't really make it in the esports world and the competitive world, because it's just seen as this and that. And I'm just like, I just got, you know, like, I just got upset right away. I was like, why? Why does everyone say this? Why where is this coming out of from, you know,
2: why? I don't know, man. I mean, there is something to say that speedrunning is a little different. Than esports, and that this is like, it's even gr- I think speedrunning has even more potential than sports. Like, it's even greater because when you watch an esport, you're watching for the game, the competition. And mm-hmm. that's a big part of speedrunning, too. But there's also like, you wanna learn more or you wanna you enjoy this specific stream. There's more to it. And yeah. so I think that maybe, maybe esports just isn't good enough, man. Maybe we need something that's even greater than eSports. Maybe we need our own thing that encapsulates all of what makes speedrunning great. This is what actually. This is actually what I was saying as well
1: earlier today. Um, not on stream, but offline. Um, I totally agree. I think that because speedrunning is, it's not one game. It it's it's thousands of games. It's an entire thing by itself. So then it 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 doesn't even. It maybe doesn't have to be categorized as as esports if it gets to that level, but mm-hmm. it 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 would be something else of its own caliber. But speedrunning can do that because of how uh, how much potential it has.
2: Right, right. The, the, like the potential, how do I put it, man? Like if you just show an average, just whatever, just some random person speedrunning, there's actually a very good chance that they're going to be interested in it. But mm-hmm. if you just turn on like a random competitive esport, they probably won't be. And so I think that as a, if you look at the whole population, I think there's way more potential speedrunning in the end even if it's not as far as where as esports right now I think it uh it will go farther what's going on
0: <laughs> please <laughs> that's my my mom is having some fun oh, with okay. the dog in the hallway
2: she wasn't talking to you
0: uh sometimes she'll be talking to me like that but not not this particular instant he is the dog have you seen it here <laughs> <laughs> yeah I pretty much do this shit is un- oh, unruly no, no. but you're saying
2: mm-hmm. I forget I've I've lost it <laughs> no. Uh.
1: Well, we were talking about um. <laughs> what were we talking, talking about? about we're we're yeah, just yeah. we're
0: just jerking speedrunning off right now. Speedrunning yeah, yeah. is just uh, like <laughs> popping off. Um. It's competitive, like okay, we can talk esports and stuff. If that, it's possible that's not where it ends up going. I mean, we've already seen like like your videos, Apollo Legend. They aren't like a lot of these don't even necessarily relate to the, the competitive side. It's mostly just like. The interest, yeah. like the info, the knowledge side, like what's actually going on, or like some insights, like weirdest moments in speedrunning, whatever. It's not even a competitive angle. It's just like weird things happening in the game, and same thing with like, I, I guess it's kind of competitive, someone insults angle, but yeah, I mean it's just. It's obviously reaching a large audience of people that don't even know who these speedrunners are or may not even know what Twitch is. It's just people browsing YouTube. It's like these videos are blowing up because they're interesting, they're fun, they're engaging. So, yeah, man. I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm all in on speedrun. I wish we had,
2: like, a speedrun population chart. That would be really interesting to see, like, how many people are actually speedrunning over time.
1: It exists on speedrun.com. They have uh, stats where you can see, like, users and... um, People that submit runs and how many, and and mm-hmm. it's basically it's 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 basically like, uh, what do you call that graph? It's just like a const a consistent incline, basically.
2: Um, that's good. I haven't seen that. I'm gonna check that out. That's good yeah. to hear. You
1: call um, that a simp? That's awesome. A simp. Yeah. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> that's it. The simp up. Yeah. But um, you know, I was thinking it's kind of a complex complex thought, but I'm gonna try to word it in a way that makes sense. Um. I think a lot of it has to do with, like, a lot of people see Summoning Souls videos, for example, World record progressions, and a lot of people that have been around for a while, they, they, I guess they reach a point where maybe they're tired of speedrunning a game, or they don't know how where to go with their game, so they kind of decide, you know what, maybe I'm not going to speedrun as much, but just be involved in speedrunning different aspects, make videos, watch videos, learn about different things, make podcasts or whatever, but you know, um, and they reach a point where, you know, they see all these games and the work of progressions and, and it's reached so optimized, all these popular games are so optimized now. People think that speedrunning is reaching that plateau because all of the the times right, are getting like, optimized, times are, kind of, times yeah. are mm-hmm. optimized, all these videos are being brought out about the past and how great the past was. So everyone has seen <laughs> this and, and they, they're kind of saying, okay, maybe, you know, speedrunning, this is kind of a sign that speedrunning is plateauing. People are kind of getting like, uh, you know, what else? What else is there? And because that's that could be a reason why people are 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 thinking that speedrunning is plateauing
2: or it reached its cap or whatever. But right, I see what you mean. Like we need to almost not focus so much on the world records and more of like Yeah, or aspect of like the speedrunning itself. Or not focus Hmm. on
1: what already exists, but what can be possible.
2: So focus focus on what's new.
1: Yeah, focus on your energy, on what you think could happen. And where you see it going, instead of what has already happened.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. For show. Sure. Yeah.
0: Um, sw- switching back to like 2019, the future. What is the future for Apollo Legend? You you say you want to make speedrunning more accessible, um, get more people into speedrunning. What is the game plan? Can you clue us in on on what you've got? Uh,
2: I don't have a game plan, unfortunately. That's my that is my. I mean, I'm going to keep making videos. I have lots of videos in the works. Uh, I'm going to start. I've got my stream I've got going now. I've got, like, a legit computer, so I'm going to actually try to get some good times in, in okay. 1080p instead of 240p. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. Nice. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that is a good That is a good question that I need to really think over more. What ex- like, what specifically do I need to do to bring in the largest number of people? How do you inspire someone to speedrun? Like, what's? Mm. It's kind of fun because you're like applying speedrun logic to other things. Like, what's the most yeah. optimal way to get people interested? How can I do this most efficiently? Right, and I don't know yet. So, I don't
1: know. Okay, since you brought that up, what is your opinion on? Do you hear me?
2: Yeah. Sorry, that's good. Uh, I, that.
1: I was just saying. Um, well, since you're since you since you mentioned that. Um, I want to ask, what is your opinion on the guides and the guide systems and videos that currently exist in speedrunning? Do you think that they need to be...
2: Uh, has anything happened with that in the last year? Because I haven't checked. Well, but... th- th- that's just the thing, right? So a common
1: issue in speedrunning has always been that the, there's no proper guide system. Um, yeah. A, a, ram- a person in the commu- community would randomly just wake up one day and be like, yeah, I want to make a guide for this. And a lot of the guides are very, um, it's hard to follow and it's not completely informative yeah. enough where it answers all the questions and there's a lot mm-hmm. of complications. I mean, do you think in order for people to, much more people to get into speedrunning, the guides need to be improved a lot?
2: Yeah, no, I totally, I think that's probably one of the biggest things that needs to be done. Did you guys ever see that speedrun breakdown thing that TriHax tried to do?
0: Uh, I did not catch it. That was like a.
2: That was a similar. He did an announcement on Twitch, and then everyone was like, "This is stupid. Why are you doing this?" And so he didn't do it. But basically, he was trying to standardize tutorials under this one name, Speedrun Breakdown. So where everyone you could just go to this place, and you could learn Mm. like whatever the knowledge of the day is, and it would you know break it down for you, and uh, yeah, help people learn. Because that I do think that's probably I think that's a really good point. That's probably the number one issue. Is that people are interested in speedrunning? I've seen this happen over and over with friends of mine. They're interested and they try, and it's, it's too hard. I don't want to do this, and they quit mm-hmm. before they even like complete one run because they don't yeah. they don't understand it. And it's not their fault. It's not their fault. Speedrunners will say like, "Oh, if you really care, you can just go and find the information." I guess you don't care enough. No, we need to be putting it out there. I mean, it's we lose when they don't speedrun. Okay, it's not a. Mm. It's, they're not taking anything from us. We gain from having more people in the community. And so, yeah, if you want to have, I mean, if you want to have that attitude, fine. I mean, you can, you can just speed around and do whatever you want and you don't, um, that's great too. And that is, hmm. that's fun and that's cool. But I think it is, we need, I forget where I was going with that. Sorry, I lost it. We need more people. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no,
1: I totally yeah. agree. Um, so Pity brought up a good point. Guides can be tough in games like OOT, where there are constant strat changes, route changes. And that's a really good point. So it's uh, definitely situational, right? When it comes to different games and stuff. Yeah, how do you do that?
2: It would almost be better to organize it, like, not in... Like, maybe, like, organize it by trick and you could be, like... Maybe, like, the route could be put together like on the website almost. I uh, what, what? yeah, I and guess. Like it stacks yeah. the tutorials you need together and like shows you mm-hmm. the current route without having to have someone go through the whole current route every time there's a new one. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm.
1: point. So what I've, you know, yeah, I think the idea of a website in the first place is a good it's a good thing. Um, Or, you know, having a, a website that has that system built in where you can basically go on and whichever game you want. <clears throat> but again, that's a complication. That's a complication that that exists, right? So like there are thousands of speed games. It's like how we, you're not going to get every single game with a good guide, uh, good guide uh-huh. or, or good tutorials or whatever. So it's like, well, <laughs> it's almost hard to even talk about it. So, um, but again, it's what makes speed running. So have that potential as well. To
2: be its own thing. But those core games, I mean, those core games. Yeah, yeah, you of really course. have. Yeah. Like the only reason I was able to learn GoldenEye on the Smashbox was because of uh, Goose's tutorial. Right. Like, I watched that tutorial and I was able to do it because of that. I don't know what I would have done otherwise.
1: So, um, I guess having a a website or an org where they they focus on. The core games or a specific set of games, like twenty games, twenty most popular speed games, and and they make sure and get proper system um, tutorials and guides and stuff for those games. I mean, it kind of that kind of knocks out like ninety percent of the interest, right? Of 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 because if you look at speed running, it's like there are like twenty, thirty games that totally dominate when it comes to numbers, and then thousands of game where it's like one, two, three runners, you know. So I guess I mean I think that would be the best way that we could we could um. Uh, try to yeah i think that's a really good
2: idea i'm gonna i wanna definitely spend some time thinking about how to do that yeah it's like you need to find a way to incentivize runners to actually want to participate because it's not like there's one person who knows everything right like it needs to be a group effort
0: that's a good point too incentive because like it making a tutorial is not easy i mean that's why there's such a lack of tutorials is because you have to put time into thinking okay How does the lay person need to understand this? Like what else do I need to break down for them to even understand? Um, I don't even think you need to necessarily focus on the main games. Like I think those would just come naturally, but instead providing a platform where somebody who claims to be like, okay, I will take care of part of the route, or I'll take care of part of uh, building this game. Give me the power to like add to the website. And then they can start running off and doing their game. And then you give it to another person for SM64 Or a group of people that want to work on it. Like, there's already a lot of stuff in place too. There, there definitely just be some merging. Like, there's like the Mario guides are pretty good right now. Like, sixty, there's a good 16 star, a good 70 star. I think there's a good 120 star. Mm. It's just putting it all in one hub where it's really easy to find. And um, if, for example, you're like, I'm sick of this game. I want another game. You can be on that same page or same area and be like, all right, where is this game? So that's the
1: difficulty, right? So. Mars 4 does have really good tutorials right now. But they have to get Discord. They have to find the Discord. They have to go into Mario Discord and find the resources and, and get the tutorials, right? Or maybe on YouTube. Um Yeah, you gotta do so, some digging. But the I think the main issue is that connection or that initial connection. So like a a new person watches a GDQ run or, or whatever, uh a GSA event or speed gaming and they see speedrunning. They're like, "Oh my god, this looks amazing! I want to get into this game. This game looks awesome." And it's that that process is the hardest one. It's for them to find from nothing to that tutorial video. How did they yeah. find it? Where is the connection? Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, simply said, having a hub where it's like the place to go to to find speedrunning guides, no matter what, and you would
0: find the game, and then you see the gri- the guides.
2: We need to bring Trihex back with his whatever his plan was.
0: <laughs> Speedrun breakdown. Break it down for us, Trihex.
2: I yeah. I do wonder how many like plans throughout speedrunning have there been like that that just got shut down and like like where where could we be today if those things had been done? Who knows?
0: Yeah, cause clearly there's a want for it. I think also collaborating can be a hard thing, but. I think, I think we've covered a decent amount of meat on this topic. Is there anything else you guys wanted to say on in regards to like guides and uh, getting people into speedrunning? Uh,
1: that's all I have. I think we're good. I think we're ready for that that hot Q
0: and A. Yeah, I think, I think we are ready, guys. If you have questions, awesome. post them in the chat. Uh, you can also plop them in our Discord where they are pretty much guaranteed to be read out. There's a questions channel in the Two Dads discord uh please also try to address your question if it's for a specific person what do you need to know what do you want to know i want to know when you went bald
2: (laughs) um like a year or two ago i don't even remember so is that like i'm so i'm so thankful i went bald because my hair looks so stupid my whole life (laughs) now it's just gone (laughs) Like I never had a good hairline. Like even like when I was fourteen, it started going, dude. Like I remember cutting my hair in my freshman year of high school, and some girls are like, Is "Your hair thinning?" Like that was not <laughs> whatever.
1: Oh, just get it out, was. get it off yeah, there. Dude.
2: Exactly. I'm just like a naked mole rat.
1: Okay. Um. Be sure to join the Discord, guys. It's on the link. The two dads. Best place to ask the questions.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye on the two dads Discord and let you know when stuff gets plopped. If stuff gets plopped,
1: all right. Um, are you hyped for GDQ twenty nineteen?
2: Dude, I'm. I don't know. I mean, we'll see where it goes. I've each year, I honestly pay less and less attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I think GDQs are really great for the people who go there. I do, and for the people who want. it does. It does. I've been very critical of GDQ, and I feel I should. uh, Give Back them more. Off. Give them more credit for what they have done. Right. Um, and they have. They have done a lot. And it is a really great place for theater runners to come, gather and uh, meet people who would be isolated otherwise most of the year. Um, what was the question though?
1: Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like if you, uh, well, if you're hyped for this coming GDQ 2019, or you right. know, if yeah, you hope to see something different. Each
2: year. Each year, I just feel like it's been less and less entertaining. For me personally, I find. Each year, the stream to get more and more boring, and I pretty much don't watch it anymore. But I'm always, I'm always excited for like the stuff that goes down. There's always some like big story <laughs> coming out of it, so yeah. I'm excited for that. I guess.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely becoming more and more. I mean, it's, it's the same thing. Like, there's not, there's never really a change. There's a swap of games, maybe a different runner, different commentators, but for the most part, it's like the same general format which is fine like it's consistent it gets new people in um but for the people who have seen it 10 times it's just like like i personally don't go in the stream room i barely watch any runs that's mostly for the people which that's what it's awesome for like an area to bring a bunch of runners together and, party uh, have, <laughs> yeah party hard meet up with your buddies you know have a couple brewskis you know pop a couple mollies you know <laughs> to throw a couple no. around if you got it
1: <laughs> if you got it um well, uh, Vac has an interesting question. Sorry to be that guy, but what does Apollo think about what happened to Goose?
2: Um, dude, I'm actually working on a video on it. A-
1: Ooh. Okay. Of we it's got something out of him. He's
2: getting banned, but, um, what do I think about it? I think it's. I think it's, um,. Like, obviously, some of the things he said was pretty, pretty like, messed up, but yeah, that's not... I really don't like going around and, like, evaluating whether or not you... Like, we're gonna ban this guy who's been on stream multiple times, never been any sort of issue stream, never, like, disrupted the stream, always been a positive, cooperative guy on the GDQ stream. There's no reason to think this guy's gonna disrupt the event or cause any issues. Mm. And now we're banning him because of some distasteful opinions that you shared on Discord. It's like, is that really the road we want to go down? Because if we're gonna start digging through all the Discord messages of all the speedrunners, that's a really just like an ugly game to right.
0: play.
2: Like that's really I don't know. I just don't like that. I want like I said, I want speedrunning to be as inclusive as possible. And I want Yeah everyone I want everyone to be invited. I want uh, I mean I understand like if someone's gonna disrupt the stream, you gotta or there are some you know they're Whatever, there's some sort of issue. You got to get rid of them. But the way I see what happened with Goose, it was completely just to appease the hate that was, uh, appease the mob that was, you know, going crazy on Twitter. That's totally what it was.
0: Yeah. Like, and we talked about this with Alt on the last episode. It's, uh, <laughs> two, the two dads. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> um, we are talking with the Insider about how it's like a can of worms. Like, you open it up, then exactly. Where does it go from yeah. here? Because if somebody's just going to, if we're going to do it for, like, the person out there who's this pissed off or mad about somebody that they're willing to dig up Discord PMs, or maybe even somebody, like, fabricates them, you know, like,
2: right, how... It's really hard to verify that stuff.
0: How, how deep I we I think they go? did
2: verify it, because Goose's stuff was from, like, a public Discord, I think. So I think they verified at least some of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, just that general, like, we're really going to do that where you just see someone's name and then some text and then we're going to, it's just, it's ugly. It's not, yeah. uh, it's not a pretty, it's not a pretty thing.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's a really tough thing to, to handle. I feel like there's no like perfect way to go about it. Somebody's always going to be pissed off, but. Um...
2: That's true. It's true. GDQ has, their they're, they're in, they're in a tough spot because they can't, uh, they definitely can't make everyone happy. That's for sure. Yeah. Like yeah. There is yeah. no there is no decision that will make everyone happy.
1: I touched a lot on it. I did a lot of investigating on it, and GDQ uh, is way too tough on a sp- uh, Is it, They're in a tough spot, yeah. And it, a lot of people are kind of sad that GDQ has gone in this corporate kind of um, direction, but it's hard to blame them, too, because it's not their fault, essentially, that they get so big, you know? And when Mm. something gets that big, it's kind of like, well, you almost have no choice.
2: Um, Yeah, but I I also just wonder if they don't understand who their audience, or maybe I don't understand who their audience is. Maybe their Mm. audience really is like a bunch of people who want to watch that kind of stream. But just for me personally, I think the most entertaining way to present it would, or a more entertaining way to present it would be the old way where it was just, it wasn't about GDQ. It was like, like games, like this is the event games done quick. But it was about the runners. It was about displaying the community that already existed and already had been mm-hmm. built up. And now I feel like it's more about displaying a certain image to the public and trying to, you know, you're trying to, yeah, you know, you're, you've kind of become this corporate kind of. Uh... But it just doesn't make sense to me, man. Like uh, I don't know, dude. I go back and forth on it. I don't know. Yeah.
0: At the end I of the day, um, it is true. It's a private event; like they can do what they want, uh, as long as it doesn't bleed into like actual factual territory. And that's what we we talked about with all like leaderboards, like speedrun.com. Um, if if speedrun.com, like people start getting banned for things like this, then I think that's when it's things will uh, hit the fan. That's
2: way, yeah, no, that's way out of control. And that's yeah. really why this all began was because Goose actually did that to someone else, so he kind of deserves it, but because um, like, he banned that guy over on me for his opinions, and so it was kind of like, oh yeah, you're going to do that, well then here here's, you know, we'll do the same thing to you
0: mm-hmm. yes, alright, well okay. um, questions, people throw them there's a lot of, I'll scroll up, see if I can find any yeah,
1: there are probably quite a few somebody asked me, what do you believe can rival esports if speedrunning can't make it as one, oof uh yeah that's that's a hard question i mean i i don't know if there would be something that i don't think it's necessary to rival esports i don't see why it would would be a necessity or if it would be possible
2: it's not it's not direct competition
1: yeah i know yeah definitely not um and the thing is like again speedrunning can't first of all what 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 makes it so that speedrunning or who says it actually has made it as an esport and um, and another question is is like you know it, it does it matter if it's called an esport i guess you know because speedrunning has so much potential and it's so big speedrunning can create its own competition and its own competitive world yes. and it and it could still be successful and then reach where it 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 could it could reach without People outside being, hey, you know, this new esport speedrunning, whatever. I don't think it has to be categorized as an e-sport. Um, yeah.
2: When I when I say I want speedrun to be an esport, I almost mean it more like metaphorical. Like I want it to be yeah. on that level of uh, of attention. I don't know if I if it needs to be specifically although I don't know, it would be kinda cool to have like maybe if some games get to that point, maybe like a a game could become an esport, like speedrunning Mario 64 could be there.
1: Yeah, so that, that was actually what I was thinking of recently and it's an interesting thought because I don't think everybody, anybody's really thought about that in depth or really considered. it. It's like, wait, okay, let's let's take apart speedrunning for a bit and let's think about the games. So, you know, and you look at all these new games coming out, Celeste, Deltarune, Odyssey, they, these games come out and they're immediately on the top of speedrun.com with the most active games, most active runners. People are mm-hmm. starting to speedrun because of competition, because of these new games coming out, and they want to get into it, and they want to start speedrunning right away. So it's like, you know, in the years to come, these new games that come uh, out yeah. are gonna get more and more active players. Where there'll be so many players for some games that, uh, and the more the better, guys or whatever. Cool. That's like a
2: different way of thinking about speedrunning. Like it almost evolved speedrunning the newest game. Like it could be. Mm-hmm. Like it's not always the same game, but more of a test of your like a true test of skill as a gamer. Like how fast can you learn and adapt and yeah, Yeah. adapt to new games.
0: Yeah. I think they can coexist for sure. Like Mario 64 is not going anywhere, at least in the near future. For
2: sure, for sure. No, it's all it's whatever you make it. That's the great thing about speedrunning, is it's all it's all you. Yeah. It is whatever you want it to be.
1: Yes. Yeah. Cool. Interesting point. Okay, so well Go ahead. Uh, let's okay, well uh, I guess Steve makes a point here. What's the definition of esport? If something gaming is competitive and large in player base and audience, then isn't there isn't it by default an esport?
2: Well I I know yeah, uh, <laughs> like what's the level though? Like what's the what's the cutoff?
0: Yeah, that's it's, the thing, Yeah. Right? it's it's really hand wavy it's like it doesn't matter like if it's an esport or not it's it's clearly like got a following it's got a player base whether or not we consider it an esport i feel like is irrelevant it's just like is it competitive yes it's very competitive people are passionate people put hours and hours in without even money like no monetary gain like there's people who will maybe hop on the next big game um with money on their mind but like you come into speed running you don't you probably don't have money on your mind like it's mostly just the pride. It's super fun.
2: Yeah, if you want to make money, you should spend your time doing something else.
0: At least right now. Maybe down the future. Uh, maybe down the line. Yeah, but you I'm just saying, like, in. if you're
2: going to, like, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, if you want to make money today, you should do something else. I guess if Maybe you want to think long-term, maybe. We'll see. Right.
1: So, like, to add to somebody's point, yeah, you know, if it, it's a, is it happening? But is it also working? And is it getting? Is it growing? So, yeah, you got to consider those things. Um, but yeah, you know, that's, I think that, that's, we're good to go. Yeah. we Pretty solid. So we have some interesting things going on. <laughs> yeah. The discord <laughs> the, the the Discord's discord popping is, off right now. Uh, um, yeah. Thank
0: right. you very much. Apollo legend. Is there any final words you have for us?
2: um just thanks for having me guys it was fun talking and i'm totally happy to come back on anytime you need someone so yeah just let me know if you need someone i'll be happy
0: awesome
1: dude look well, forward to your new we'll... content and and yeah next few years yeah
0: yeah i'm excited to see what you pop off i'm glad you're doing well good to hear from you uh thank you everybody for watching i'm simply i'm cheese. and this has been the Two Dads Podcast live, yeah, yeah, with Apollo Legend, the legend episode 22. Uh, we'll be on YouTube shortly, and we will get it popping on, you know, Android and, and iPhones and stuff like that, so thanks, guys, and have a wonderful night. Peace. Goodbye, everyone.